Hey you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. Welcome back to the Reach Hangout. Today's conversation centers on serving. In other words, we must be posturing our hearts to do God's will and not our own. So let's grab our beverage of choice. For me, it's going to be water, of course, snacks, and a notepad. Or you can go to the notes section on your phone for today's episode called A Servant's Heart. Again, today's episode is called A Servant's Heart. So let's get into it. As a child of God, we talk about leaving the earth to be with our Heavenly Father. And how we will submit to his will and make every request that he asks of us. When I go to heaven, I tell people all the time, somehow, some way, I am going to be God's receptionist. And when I am not doing the things that God has asked of me, I will be lying at his feet saying, holy, holy, holy. However, this statement made me pause to self-reflect and ask myself, why can't I have this same behavior on earth? And yes, I am well aware of the trials, the tribulations, the hardships, the attacks of the enemy, etc. But there still shouldn't be a reason why my heart can't fulfill all of God's desires. Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, NIV version, it talks about how Peter declares that Jesus is the Messiah. And as Peter was speaking, Jesus responded and said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. In other words, the glory of God is not limited to heaven. Words have power and how we choose to walk in this world matters. We must continue to rest at God's feet and not be so quick to move because of the commotion we may hear. Living in the times when everything is so fast paced and gives instant gratification is not the will of the Lord. We are meant to be stewards and have stewardship over what God has entrusted us with. Stewardship refers to the responsibility of maintaining and using wisely the gifts that God has bestowed. Remember, our task is to expand in the Lord and tend to our garden. The first assignment of man was to take care of the Garden of Eden. And that still has not changed. Our garden is every place we step and reside at. We should continuously plant seeds on the earth and allow God to teach and clean us as we walk with him. And we can't receive that if we are rushing in and out of God's presence. 
not even staying long enough to hear God speak. Posturing our hearts toward the Lord is fulfilling and where we can find rest. We must stay in the Lord's presence. When we stay in the Lord's presence, we beam his glory. The sinful nature of the world and our flesh cannot even rest on us because the power of God is so potent, is so strong, is so powerful. In the book of Romans chapter 6, verse 6, NIV version, it says, For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. In other words, when Jesus died on that cross, he took all sin with him. So sin won't be our identity. Sin won't be our makeup. Yes, we go through trials, tribulations and all those things, but sin does not have control over us because we have an advocate. We have a precious lamb, Jesus Christ, who took it on the cross. He was our atonement to God. He was our offering to God so that we will no longer be bound and we will have the authority to rebuke sin. We will have the power, the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to walk by faith and not by sight, walk by Christ and not by flesh. I have this saying that when I may become provoked or think about going back to my old habits, I say that Lydia is on the cross. (laughs) That Lydia is no more. Everything that goes against the will of God is on that cross and it does not define me or live with me. I will choose to continue to lay at the feet of the Lord and do the kingdom work. And the kingdom work doesn't mean being proactive only in church. The purpose and the gifts and the talents that God has bestowed upon us has to also be In the world, not allowing the world to use our gifts, but we carry those gifts into the world with God so that God's light can shine. If we don't know where to start, if we don't know how to let our light shine for God, we should implement the fruits of the spirit into our life. Galatians 5 NIV talks about having freedom in Christ and how to live by the spirit. In that chapter, it talks about the fruits of the spirit that we should carry within us. And the fruits of the spirit are love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Our growth and connection with God are not limited. We're not restricted at all. And it is very much obtainable through Christ Jesus. A servant's heart knows the truth and the substance God offers. We remove ourselves from worldly values and root ourselves in the Lord and not unroot ourselves when doubt, fear, anxiety, eagerness, influence, and other conflicting traits appear. And I'm not saying it can be easy. 
That's not what I'm saying. Because in life, life is challenging, but we must remember to stay on course. That is why God is our shepherd. He is our navigator. God leads us by his voice. God says in his word, my sheep know my voice. God leads us every single day by his voice. But as we allow God to lead us, that requires work on our end too. Growing up, you know, my parents instilled in me the values of labor. They always said to me, it does not matter if someone else can do the job. What's stopping us from doing it? So I spent a lot of my younger years volunteering at assisted living places and soup kitchens, donating toys, rice, mission work, cleaning people's homes, cleaning the church, and so many, 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 many other things. And even now as an adult, I still carry those values with me. And I take the time out to volunteer and give back to the community in any way I can. Our labor isn't meant to be viewed as recognition, but to replicate the love and kindness God has for us. The goodness and mercy he shows us every day, even in those moments (laughs) where we know we don't deserve it. So, Pause for a moment and say, how can I have a servant's heart? How can, how can I continue to lay at God's feet and do the will of the Lord and not my own? To have a servant's heart, our heart must be postured in the Lord. And we must lay at his feet, commune with God to see if we're walking in his will and not our own. I pray a prayer every day. I say, God, order my steps and remove whatever blocks me in my life away from you. Because all I want is to be connected to you. Yes, we are God's children, but that does not mean we are exempt from serving the Lord. God will bless us. God will keep us. God will protect us. We know God is a way maker. We know God is a healer. We know God to be so many things on top of being Alpha Omega Father, but we still have the responsibility to tend to our gardens. Here are some questions you should ask yourself as you continue to walk in God's purpose of your life. And I even ask myself these questions. So I ask myself, have I allowed the world to have more weight in my decision making versus God? Do I spend a healthy amount of time in God's presence or enough to just get me through today? What does my garden look like? Have I been tending to my garden? Have I been protecting my spirit that the Lord has blessed me with? What does my prayer life look like? Am I willing to go all in for the Lord? Or do I still live in reluctance? In God, we have the confidence and peace of the unknown. God knows that we walk around with a heavy heart and are sometimes feeling like we're burdened. 
Like, how can I let my light shine when I feel like every time I want to let my light shine, the world dims my light or not even the world myself or not even myself, people that are closest to me. I don't know how to let my light shine. I don't know how to lay at God's feet because every time I feel like I'm doing the work of the Lord, I'm taking 10 steps back. I'm moving forward, but every time I'm moving forward, I'm going back. And it's just this repeated cycle for me. I don't I don't know what to do. When we are in moments of unknown, when we have those moments, we have to root ourselves in the Lord. And we have to continue to lie at his feet and not move. We still have to ask him. We still have to prune and gleam and sit in his presence and say, okay, God, well, I'm done. And then God will let us know what else we need to do. So when I go back to, oh, I'm going to be God's receptionist and I'm going to say, holy, 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 holy. What am I doing now on earth that makes me feel like I can't say holy, holy, holy to God? And then you have to take that and you have to say, well, God revealed to me the restrictions that not only I have allowed, but the restrictions that are in front of me and remove it out of my path, remove it out of my way and order my steps and give me the strength for the journey. Give me the strength to flourish in my purpose and you, God, give me the strength, God, give me the wisdom, give me the knowledge, give me the power, give me the understanding. Something that God has been really blessing me with lately Every single day, I'm smiling till my cheekbones hurt. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm like, God, you're so good. God, you're just so good. God, I thank you. God, I praise you. God, I glorify you. God, you're so merciful to me. Even when those moments I gave up on myself, you said, no, get back up. You cannot become consumed because I have given you authority and dominion to speak whatever that the enemy tries to throw your way and to speak against whatever the world tries to throw your way because Jesus, your brother, took it on the cross. So there shouldn't be any restrictions and I know, but it don't come into flourishing. That's when we need to learn to walk in the faith of God and walk by faith and not by sight and say, God, I am your child. So every step that I take, every move that I make, you are going to bless because you said in your word, my seed is blessed and everything that pertains to my name is blessed. Why? Because I am a child of a king. So God, I know every step that I take is an anointed step and God help me to live a life of holiness. So God, I continue to lay at your feet. I will lay at your feet continuously and say, holy, holy, holy. God, I will not be moved by what is spoken against me. I will not be moved by what I see because I know the truth and the substance that you give to me. God, allow your spirit to shine through me. God, I just want to be with you. I want to be loved by you. I want to be cherished by you. I want to make sure everything that I'm doing is your will and not mine. So God, strip me clean, cleanse me. Work through me because I am not only your child, but I am your servant. And let me tell you something, because I have to remind myself this too. Even the devil has to answer to God. It says in his word, even the devil has to go to God to tell God what he's about to do. 
And it's not that, oh, God's allowing torment. God is not allowing us to be tormented. It's the actions that we make that lead us in that torment. And because God is our father, he protects us. But what would happen if we just stayed at his feet? If we stayed connected to him? If we chose everlasting life? I'm telling y'all, God is so good. He is so good. He is so merciful. He is so powerful. God is so everlasting. He can do even more than what I can ask or think. I think minimal. God says, no, I'm giving you more. Even though life may not be life right now, even though things don't look the way you thought they would look, God is still good. So again, we must learn to lay at his feet And the journey that we have been enduring for so long, the repetitious lifestyle where we feel like we're not making any progress for so long, the hindrances that we feel like we've been dealing with so long, all the questions that we have that we've been wrestling with for so long will now turn into a promised land because we are choosing to live in him. We are choosing our heavenly father, but we must tend to our garden. We got to uproot the world and plant the seeds of God. And that's on period. Well, our time at the Reach Tangout has come to an end. If you have enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like, follow, share special thoughts in the comment section, share slash tag a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Your girl is on the podcast and make sure your post notifications are on to know when the next episode drops. Plus, keep up with my YouTube channel, Lydia's Chronicles, by subscribing, liking, and commenting so I know that you found me. And all of my socials will be in the description box. If no one has told you this today, I love you. God loves you. And Jesus loves you too. But other than that, this is your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia, signing off until we meet again. P.S. We must remember the end game on here is to grow to be the best versions of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually with with God, y'all. I love you, SBCs. And until we meet again, bye.